What's up everybody? This is Mike the Developing Dad coming to you with another reflection on the Proverbs. It is May 19th, 2020 and we're going to be in Proverbs 19 verse 4 and it reads, Wealth brings many new friends, but a poor man is deserted by his friend. Alright, so here we have again, I'm going to talk about the purpose and the produce of the Proverbs. In this instance, we're just going to be picking up where we left off last time, where we discussed being wise and how you choose your friends. But there's also uh, this section here, uh, I believe it's the end of chapter 18 into like the middle of chapter 19, where Solomon is really uh, zooming in on what the what being rich and what being poor looks like in the context of friendship and in judgment right in, in facing the court and in matters of um of judgment so this is something again that can be very instructive for us uh, we can learn much from what solomon is teaching his son here but the purpose is for him to be uh, wary of wealth uh, wary of wealth and not in the sense that he uh, should not want to acquire it but wary in wealth when it comes to judgment right um Justice can be perverted because of wealth, right? Uh, many of the wealthy can influence people to uh, do things that they normally would not do to lose their integrity. Okay, they can influence others uh, to side with them because, well, they have many friends, right? It brings many friends. I know that this, if, if I believe that this person may be guilty, but he's also uh willing to uh, shower me with gifts or give me, you know, maybe bribe me. It even speaks of that in this chapter as well uh bribe me so that my to get my uh my favor or my vote or whatever it is uh that's not good right and solomon's son who's going to rule needs to be wary of this he needs to be mindful of this so be wary of the wealthy right because again it says but a poor man is deserted by his friends uh if if you have a case uh with a rich man against a poor man be mindful of the fact that his that the um, the poor man's friends may desert him right because a rich man may actually sway them to his side because again he's a rich he's rich right he's the one that can provide favors right he is a benefactor okay so he's he's one that can actually affect people's uh disposition affect their integrity because a poor man has nothing to give right if whether you know whether he's guilty or not whether they you know side with him or not doesn't really matter right uh they're like ah, we'll desert him uh, because we want to we want to be friends with this rich guy right so so solomon's son needs to be wary of that and as a good Jew, a good king, he would have been uh, well versed in this, right? Solomon would have been well versed in this. He would have known the law, right? Exodus uh, chapter 23, verse 2, 2, 3, and 6 says, You shall not fall in with the many to do evil, nor shall you bear witness in a lawsuit, siding with the many so as to pervert justice, nor shall you be partial to a poor man in his lawsuit. You shall not pervert the justice due to your poor in his lawsuit. So there's uh, Solomon's son would have to be wise in being able to spot. Okay, I'm not going to be partial to the poor man. I want to hear the truth, but I'm also not going to side with the many who may be going with the rich. All right. You have to be wise and you have to be able to discern the truth. Right. Draw out the, the intentions in the hearts of men. Right. Being able to understand having wisdom to be able to do these types of things, especially as a ruler. Right. Because if you're ruling well, then your people will rejoice. If you're ruling foolishly, um, you know, from top down, everything will be bad. OK. Uh, then we get we see again this recapitulated in Leviticus 19:15, where it says you shall not do injustice in court. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great. 
but in righteousness you shall judge your neighbor. We need to be looking for what is right. That's again, when we're in position, especially as fathers, right? We have to rule in our households. We have to find out what is right and good. We have to take the time to listen to both sides of maybe our children's arguments and understand what is right. Not show partial partiality to the girls or to the boys, right? Or to the older or to the younger. These are types of these are the types of things that we can we can glean this from the scriptures, right? Um, this is not just instructive for those who are, are kings, but again, those who are ruling households, who who the fathers who are ruling households. This is very important. We've got to be able to understand this, right? So don't do injustice in the court of our house, okay? So don't be partial to the poor. Don't be part. Don't defer to the great. This is very, again, very, very instructive for us. And again, Solomon would have known this because he would have had the copy, made his own copy of the law. Um, but his son needs to hear this instruction from him. And then again, this is recapitulated in Deuteronomy 16, 19. You shall not pervert justice. You shall not show partiality and you shall not accept a bribe. For a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and subverts the cause of the righteous. Justice and only justice you shall follow, that you may live and inherit the land that Yahweh your God has given you. Justice is our pursuit, right? We want to know what is right and what is good. Justice is only found in the law of God. And that's something that we need to be reminded of. The only way we show love, the only way we can practice justice is by following the law of God of God. God has given us much good law to practice, to follow. Uh, we have it in case laws in, in the Torah. We can follow a lot of what we see there. You know, even in the prophets, we have application, uh, what the Israelites weren't doing well, what they were doing well. The case law in the Torah, we have uh, the law that Christ has given us, um, inscripturated by the apostles, and then also in, in the gospel accounts. There's so much in there that we can mine and that would help us to understand these things. It's our job to not turn aside, but to turn towards justice, to not show partiality. Partiality is a sin, right? We know that, right? We are not supposed to show partiality no matter what, right? Whether it's ethnicity, whether it's age, whether it's uh, sex, whatever it is, we're not to show partiality. We're supposed to follow justice and only justice. That is our concern. Nothing more, nothing less, right? And that way the land will be blessed. And we know that again, to love is to follow the law of God, right? Paul uh, reiterates this in Galatians 5, 14. He says, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If the practices that we are performing, we would not want performed on us, right? then it's probably not something that is in love. That's not that's not in line with the law of God. Right. You think about the um, the idea of the parapet on the roof. Right. Uh, we want we want when we go to someone's house to them for them to take safety precautions. Right. So then we would do that on our own end as well. We don't want people in, unsafe in our house. Right. So there's a reciprocity there. Right. So we love our neighbor as ourself. And that is what our calling is. Right. That's how we fulfill the law. Right. All of the laws, if you look at them, they're just uh, caring for your neighbor and loving your neighbor as you would love yourself. Do unto others. Right. As you would have them do unto you. Right. All right. So think about this today. I pray that this blesses you today. Again, I pray that we can think about the about love and justice in the context of the law of God and what that looks like in the life of the believer. All right. So don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and I'll see you all on the next one. All right. Grace and peace.